over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 14 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com. Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Every Arizona homeowner's happy place. Come on in, y'all. We're here to share with you our home ownership, home remodeling, home maintenance, home building experience for you in the great state of Arizona. Been doing it right here on the desert floor since 1972. Let us put our experience to work for you to answer any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. It's a toll-free number. Call one 767 4348. Whether you're a homesteader, a pioneer, a long timer, or a brand new newbie to the great state of Arizona, we're here for you. Give us a ring, 1 767 4348. Been doing the broadcast for 34 years, answering Arizona's questions every single Saturday morning. You can find us at rosieonthehouse.com. You can become a Rosie Insider by subscribing to our weekly email newsletter where we will give you advance notice of what's going to be talked about that particular Saturday and tips, advice, and professional trade tips that you can't get anywhere else. Romy has got a great lineup for us all today. Romy, loading the studio here with special guests. Can we start with the little one over there? <laughs> We've got a uh, uh, 9 o'clock hour on the house hour. We spend the hour talking about something specifically on your home, castle, or cabin in depth. And we're actually going outside into the backyard today or the side yard or uh, wherever it is best for you. We've got Urban Shed Concepts joining us in studio. Bob and Rachel Oxley, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. And it was really exciting putting this topic together because when we talked sheds uh, in the past, you know, four walls, pitched roof, put a bunch of junk in there. Y'all have really taken it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if it's been us as much as it has been our customers, um, especially over the last two years with COVID and all that that's introduced to people's lives. Um, we've just seen a, a big boom in business and the creative uses these sheds well let's start with the basics let's go about what's the smallest most simplest shed that y'all you know produce mm-hmm. and then we'll just kind of work up from there and all the different functions and features and applications that you've seen and and the process that y'all have because it's all built right here locally when, when you get an urban shed concept it's coming right right from our backyard Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> or right from your backyard to my backyard, I should say. And it's not good enough for your backyard until it's good enough for ours. That's the way we like to run. But, um, yeah, so we, we build anything. You know, I think our smallest units and probably actually the most commonly requested uh, units are uh, our HOA unit. And that we start, I think, at a 4 by 6 range. Yep, 4 by 6 would be our smallest. Yeah, and we take that up to actually uh, – it's – I mean, they've been getting pretty big. Up yeah, to, I think our, our HOAs, we've just added a few features where we can go like an 8 by 12 on the HOA unit. Hmm, hmm, yep. And kind of what's unique about those is um, so many HOAs, you know, have height restrictions. So they're very flexible to fit into the HOA. And 
the height is really the issue there with not necessarily the the size. Typically, the width. that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are geared. Yep. Usually, the uh, most HOAs are going to have some kind of height restrictions, and uh, that's what that particular units. Um, that's what we designed it for. We we just accommodate those. Um, really, in a hassle free experience is which what we're trying so to do. You, so the shed, it's got a skid mm-hmm. that it sets on. Uh, then it's got you know it's joists and it's floor. And if you've got height restrictions, I mean, am I, am I having to crawl in the shed to access it, or you know, can can I still walk in comfortably? Yeah. Um, so they are designed to you know as much interior space as we can possibly get into a framed unit um, is the way that works. So um, I don't think uh, we have had some that are probably pushing. You know, it, it really varies with the you know with the HOA. Um, some that are maybe a little bit more <laughs> difficult to get into, but most of them are, uh, yeah, are yeah. And the, and the other thing, like with that, if you make it only four foot deep, and you have really you know open wide access for it, you don't necessarily have to crawl in it to um, get your stuff. So you can put like your um, typically that's for like um, yard tools and pool stuff. And you can still pretty easily access it, even if you can't walk into it. If that makes sense. No, it does. And y'all's building process. Let's before we go move up in size. What's unique about uh, you know y'all's shed that makes it the better shed company? Yeah, <clears throat> in terms of the building process, um, you know we've got skilled craftsmen, and uh, you know we've got a quality control process. Um, but we build them all in our at our facility, and so we can control quality much, you know, we to a much larger degree, a higher degree, and uh, we build it there in our facility and fully assembled, and then we take it on site. So that it really allows us to control the quality. Um, is how I'd characterize that. Well, what I really like, you know, some sheds you can just go pick out a, a model that's pre-built, and this is about what's going to work. Well. Homeowners can go to y'all's website, design their shed, and then you don't build it until they select their style, their model, their features. Rosie designed his shed uh, this morning online. I designed mine. <laughs> we haven't compared notes yet on, on how they were, how the layout and the sizes compare. You, you pick size. You decide where you want the door, single door, double door. Where do you want the windows? You get to pick the color. I mean, you literally get to build the entire shed. Mm-hmm. Right there on you all software. Yeah. I, I, I played with about eight different designs. It was fun. Yeah. And as you're building it, you, you style, uh, but there's additional features. So you go to the inside and you can have different shelving units. I, On mine, I opted up to go to the 2x6 construction and 16-inch on center. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to have it, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna. We're, we're going to put some stuff in there. <laughs> I'm, uh, as as much hanging room and, and structural strength as I can get. So you can – and it it's all pre-priced. So you can build it to, uh, you know, whatever your price point is. And it looks like – I haven't gone to the checkout process because I had a question mm-hmm. uh, before I did that. But it looks like there's finance because as I'm doing it, it's a total and then I get a monthly. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's not really finance. We do offer um, – we work with a, a rent-to-own company. Um, yeah, so it's it's not a traditional financing. It's more of a you know lease until, until you own it. And that can be a, a very – you know, it's expensive, um, but it can be a very viable alternative to, you know, leasing storage space um, someplace else. So if you're looking for monthly payment, that is one option you can go with. We actually also have uh, some of the buy now, pay later options, not on the website, but you, you can get a hold of a salesperson and, and they can walk you through that. Well, and I, I liked your point about comparing it to what you would spend going to some storage place, some mm-hmm. storage facility. Uh, as you know, you're just constantly paying, paying, paying every month as long as you're using that storage space, but you never get anything out of it. This right. you've got a shed, and if you ever moved, y'all design yours to just be picked up, yeah, carried to the next property and set back down. Yes, yep, yep. All of our units are portable, and uh, we can move them. You know, and if the homeowner moves, or you know, if you're you're leasing your place and you move, we can we can move that unit with you for sure. All right, so moving up from a four by six, uh, small HOA size, what's the next common feature up and some of the practical uses that y'all have seen? Not not so practical uses, <laughs> I should say, since <laughs> since COVID hit and people are getting creative with their spaces. Yeah. Yep. So we offer, th- uh, let's see, it's two different, uh, three different um, roof styles. So we've got the lean-to, which is a single slope. And then we also offer the A-frame. And then it's more the, I guess I call it a classical barn shape, the gambrel roof. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, you know, the, the HOA is, is on the smaller side. Lean-to can get quite a bit bigger. And uh, the A-frame and the, the barns uh, get bigger as well. But, yeah, over the past two years, I don't know which one do you think is probably the most popular outside of the uh, – HOA, right? Um, outside of the HOA, probably our next, it would be our lean-to that's more popular. I think it depends, again, on the use case and kind of um, your yard, but you can still keep a pretty low profile with the lean-to, and that's important for a lot of people in the city, just not, like, infringing on the neighbor's yard, or they want to keep it just kind of clean in their backyard and that look. So I'd say our lean-to is maybe our next popular one. But as far as um, people using it for she sheds and offices and um, salons, I mean, we've had all kinds of things. I would say probably our classic um, shed would be the, the one for that. That'd be the A-frame, yeah. Yeah, the A-frame. <clears throat> yep. yep. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, we talk about uses, and people find all kinds of uses for these things um and we're happy to accommodate you know as best we can i i think uh i think we've probably our favorite customer um i won't mention them by name but i think they've i think it's the eighth shed they've ordered from us uh-huh. i think they get a new one for every goat <laughs> <laughs> they've got their own little uh business home business establishment they've got going on yeah yeah. No, and and last hour we were talking about uh, backyard animals, and that is mm. a another tie. And you just mentioned that for mm-hmm. the goat, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of additional. Uh, we talked about geese, we talked about quail, we talked about mm-hmm. chickens. You know, all of those things are completely applicable. I just don't know. Um, I might cut the floor out. Mm. If I was using it for birds, yeah. after you came, I might I might rip up the plywood and leave the joists open, 
just yeah. to uh, not have to clean that out. We've got Urban Shed Concepts in studio at Rosie on the house. Everyone needs a shed. I told you if there's a song about sheds, he'd find it. Everyone needs a friend. And these guys are recording their song in a shed. Yeah, the neighbor. We've got a band in a that practices in a shed out by behind their house, and yeah. you can hear them about. I don't know. Usually around three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon, they start warming oh, up. And okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, we have had that come up several times. Yeah. Now, one of the features when I was designing it was an air conditioned mount. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that? A, a top mount unit that I could then add later, or is that a side a window unit? You know what? What is that extra feature I paid for? Yeah, that's actually just a, a trimmed out and a, an, an opening, you know, so you can place the the AC unit too. So it's all trimmed out and yeah, prep, you know, for that uh, for that unit. So we typically require that uh, we get, you know, it's nice if the homeowner has the specs on the unit, yeah, so we can build it build it per the specs. Which is a great point to have, you know, go do that research. And uh, are you all <clears throat> those air conditioning interfaces for homeowners, you know, would probably a mini split would be a great unit for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, running the electrical out to the location obviously takes some additional permitting ahead of that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not running electrical, if you're not running uh, any, any utilities out to it, you'd as far as I know, you don't need a permit to drop a shed in your backyard. Uh, you know that varies. Yeah, you have to check your juris, you know, your jurisdiction. Um, and we have got some material that we've put together to help homeowners walk through that process. Um, where but, would they Where would they find that? Yeah, so that, that typically comes up as part of the the sales process, and, and we offer it, you know, for free too. But um, yeah, the salesperson can can provide that information. Information. Most cities have like a size, right? Right. Anything over yep. ten by twelve or yep. two hundred square feet. Or, right. It's different, but they each have a a minimum. Right. You go above this, you're gonna need a permit, and then you've got to know about your side yard and backyard setbacks. You can't just push it up against your neighbor's wall. Right. Right. Yeah. Let the roof drain into the neighbor's yard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. They'd probably call you out on that. Um, yeah, so I think most well, I know I think the county that's always they're always changing too. So it's always get them it's always good to get the most up to date information. But uh, it had been two hundred square feet. Uh, we had been working with that for several years, and it was relatively easy. But as cities have grown, they have you know uh, changed some of those you know, requirements. I think I think Glendale is actually twelve by twelve right now, one hundred forty four square feet. But again, that's something our salespeople can help help people walk through. And we also have resources available too that we work with um, that can you know take over that process for the for the homeowner. I think we ought to give people your your web address. Oh yeah, Urban Concepts. Yep, Urban with Shed Concepts oh, yeah. with yep. the S. Yes. Concepts. That's right. Dot com. Yep. <laughs> Urbanshedconcepts.com. Design your shed. To take a look at the sheds. Take a look at the process. Take a look at the team. And find out why the Urban Shed Concept is the better shed company. Arizona owned, built, and backed. <laughs> Gotta love all that. <laughs> now, there's not any plumbing 
run to any of these. Have you all ever seen anybody adapt some kind of water feature, have a little sink, drain, you know, a gray gray water outlet? I've seen it after the fact. Um, You know, we don't we don't do much for that. We have had people ask if, you know, could you put um, if they have the specs where they need the pipes to come up through, maybe we can have the holes ready for them. But um, but, yeah, they've turned them into complete little, you know, miniature homes. So they they get plumbing and everything hooked into it because i was picturing mine i I have the barn style okay uh and i was visualizing adding like a little patio deck to the side and having an outdoor kitchen Mm -hmm. sink there Ah. for you know the gardening and the flower setup Mm -hmm. being able to have have that outdoor water and then just have it drain right back into you know the the plant beds right there oh yeah and you do even do some water collection off this side of it as the runoff oh, yeah clever yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're when customers are coming to you guys and they're they're going through the design phase do they ever call you i mean it, it's pretty easy on your website but do they ever get through it and they call to ask additional questions should i do this should i do that yeah i would say the vast majority you know uh uh, need some help in the process. So our designer can help, you know, get some of the basic layout, but there's always a lot of questions. That's really where we specialize. You know, we we can understand it's a big, relatively big structure, and you're trying to get it in your backyard, and so there's all kinds of questions that come up, you know, out, outside of the aesthetics and, uh, you know, just the logistics. How in the world do you guys get this thing in my backyard? <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we, we like to make that experience just as hassle-free as possible for the homeowner and because um, that's the way we we would we'd love to be taken care of <laughs> you know just hassle-free as possible um, so the salesperson you know using that conversation uh, they'll make sure all the all the boxes are, are checked and you know all the important considerations are you know are walked through and uh, yeah that's uh, yeah I'd, I'd say you know Probably forty percent of our customers will will design a shed and um, have a great idea of you know where it needs to go. But um, yeah, I'd say ninety percent of them, ninety five percent of them, yeah, really need help to the to logistics sure. on getting it put into place. Right, right. Because yeah. if you don't have a side gate, you know, maybe there's a back alleyway that we can work with. You know. I'm yep. sure I've, I've seen some crane operations oh, yeah. that have yeah. come into play. Yeah. So there's yep. – uh, obviously, there's there's more than one way to get that uh, shed placed if we've got limited space, and that's all the things that you guys work with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We take care of that. Continue on the house hour. If you're just joining us, we're joined with the Oxleys of Urban Shed Concepts talking about the different applications for sheds on your home castle or cabin and the property. You were mentioning uh, repurposing a lot of it during uh, COVID as people were looking for spaces, their home, where maybe you had lived with a little bit of extra clutter in your past. Uh, now that you're home all day, every day, <laughs> that can get <clears throat> a little aggravating. Rachel, you made a great point in the article that went out on Tuesday talking about this, that you know access to your items is critical because if you can't get to it, why bother having it? You know, if 
Christmas decorations up in your attic, that's one thing you come out seasonally. But if it's something you use regularly or, you know, monthly as you're doing yard maintenance or uh, I've seen a lot of applications where people are using it for pool chemicals and pool Mm -hmm. equipment storage. But uh, some pretty creative things. You guys had said you've seen an increase in people using your shed as a complement to their pool for like a, a lounge. Yeah. Yeah, shaded space. Yeah. <laughs> so, how does, how does that set up? Yeah, so we, uh, yep. They're, they're typically, they're going to get one of the lean tos, and uh, then we've got uh, an opening that I actually fold up for a little bit of a shade structure that you can kind of, you know, park some bar, stru- bar stools under, and then we've got the uh, the uh, flip down um, countertop as well. So, yeah, it's a. Pretty pretty nice little unit. Yeah, <laughs> and because I'm I'm picturing this, you've obviously got the pool. You can't put the wood in the water, so you've kind of got it cut out on the side where it, where the shade comes up, the countertop comes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And from that point, uh, you could probably put a little mister system around it, or and if you've got the an evap cooler or the air conditioning unit. You could go inside, yeah, and you know, take a little nap, <laughs> and come back in the pool, take a little nap. You know, during the summertime, yeah, there's not a, during the heat of the day, not a lot to or a reason to go out and do a lot on the outside. But you could still get your fresh air between the pool and your your little shaded lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have friends over and yeah. Yeah, I think the first one that um, it was actually done by a customer of ours so he kind of had us custom do some things and then he finished it out and they hung their you know their tv in the back wall and they'll be sitting on the he sent us a picture of them lounging in the pool watching tv that's you know hanging in the back so that's pretty sweet and fridge in there yeah fridge in there and uh bottle opener on the side (laughs) (laughs) he's set for the summer yeah so how long would it take to get that done if i go on your design I, I build that and i'm, I'm going to try and adapt this to my pool can i have that before the end of summer oh yeah yeah it, it varies by season you know so our lead times uh but yeah i think we're i don't know typically about two to three weeks out right now yeah so so that oh, that's a pretty quick turnaround and yeah. that's mm-hmm. from the time that the design is is finished yep yes indeed a home gym is another one that y'all had listed on here yeah, we've uh, yep. Uh, that's those are usually larger units, um, but in uh, a heavy duty floor is what we typically recommend if you're going to put a lot of weights and exercise equipment in it. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I was practically pre-COVID. Uh, people coming to us, you know, for some of that larger acreages, and um, yeah, just just want some place to you know work out and and get out of the house. So you. One of the things I thought when I was looking through uh, the list of things as we were putting this together, y'all had mentioned a home office. Well, we do homeschooling, and I thought, mm-hmm. man, this would be a, a a good craft area, home library, home school. The sizes that we can order here give each kid plenty of working space. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely, and. Yeah, that that home office space really took off during COVID. I think uh, you know. It's been a couple years now, and looking at it in hindsight, but, you know, initially when everybody had to go home and work, it was 
kind of fun. But then we realized that, well, maybe sometimes it's nice to get out of the house. And sometimes we need to get out of the house. And yet we didn't, weren't able to for work. So I, that prompted a lot of people to get, uh, yeah, order sheds just for this extra space outside Now, Bob, the house. when someone reaches out to you all, Mm-hmm. Uh, for a, specifically a home office. Now, we're talking permitting there because mm-hmm. we're talking about power and all that. Uh, does your website design concept allow for insulation or are you delivering the shed unfinished inside and they take it from there? Yeah, they. Yeah, we, we deliver it unfinished inside. Okay. Uh, we, yeah, we have done some of that in the past. I think the only insulation, well, it's the radiant barrier, which is – Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Some – which is uh, – an option on the particle board yes. that, that you're yep. putting in. on the USB, yeah. It's yep. not that you're adding one afterwards. It's right. how the wood material comes for the... It's actually manufactured, yep. yep. And the exterior siding mm-hmm. uh, standard is what? It's a T111? What is it? Uh, no, we use an LP product, okay. uh, Louisiana Pacific, yep. And it's a smart side, so it's a you know 50-year uh, warranty warranty product so it's and it gets delivered stuff. painted and finished yes yeah yeah we don't we deliver all yeah all the sheds are are painted and finished yeah well that's huge too and then the fa- and again on the design your shed feature on the website again that's urban shed concepts.com you can actually pick the colors you want now they can also call you right uh, leave a message today and they'll get followed up the beginning of the week and that's at 602 455 Five seven one. You can find it right there on the homepage at urbanshedconcepts.com. I'm 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 thinking I'm I, I need like four all the things <laughs> we've been talking about here. But now we've talked about how small and, they can get and what's your most typical. Uh, but it, you mentioned acreage property that mm-hmm. people were putting. How big can? What's the biggest one you've put out of the of the manufacturing yard? Yeah, the biggest one, uh, we, okay. <laughs> I'm getting the Rachel on. Rachel doesn't want you to admit it. Well, what we used to do and what we do now are two different things. So I'm like, be careful what you're saying here. <laughs> yeah. Have we had, we've had a lot of requests for the double wides. I don't yeah. know if we've actually. Our widest we do right now is 12 okay. by uh, 12 wide and then we'll go 40 long. So a 12 by 40 would be our wow. largest which is very roomy, but uh, there have been requests for wider, which we just haven't done yet. There's your schoolhouse room, and, <laughs> twelve by forty. <laughs> and then when you mention double wide, you know, put two of those side by side, you could end up with twenty four by forty, and a f- little bit of, you know, whether you can do it yourself or hire a, a contractor to come in. Put a header in, put a door that mm-hmm. interjoins it in two places yep. so yeah. you can walk between the buildings. You know, if, if you get them placed close enough together, it wouldn't take much to modify a, yeah. an easy transition between them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We are not encouraging that. <laughs> we actually have, have one in the works right now for that uh, to 12 by – I think they're 12 by 24s, so it will end up being 24 by 24. Um, our guys at the shop, they're confident they can do it, and it's not just a super busy time for us. So um, I think we can, but it's kind of a special request, very customized. Yeah. And, you know, you wouldn't even have to do some modify because on their design, you can place where your doors are. So if you put a double door 
on the right side of this one and a double door in the same spot on the left one of the yeah. other one. There you go. And just swing yeah. them open into each other, <laughs> put them really close. Have them swing on to the interior so that way you can fold it back and have a walkthrough. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, what what are the options for getting these delivered? What what does the homeowner need to do to prep a site? And what if you don't have double gate access to pull it through? How how creative do you all have to get once you pull up to the curb? Describe a couple of those projects. Yeah, they I can get pretty interesting, and it's it's really maybe the most fun part of the uh, of the operation. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but we offer three main ways of getting this shed in the backyard. We, we have what we call our standard delivery, and this is usually the decisions made after the sale. So we take care of all that for you. We just find the best way to get in. Um, but we have our standard delivery. We've got special equipment. You know, we can turn the shed, take it off the trailer, and turn it on a dime, uh, literally. So we can, you know, we need maybe inches of clearance. Um, really? Yeah, to actually get into into the yard. Um, but if you don't have gates... Um, you know, we'll typically do a crane. We've actually been doing a lot of cranes. Um, I'd say probably maybe 60% of our deliveries are with cranes right now. And um, I'd it, like to see videos of that. Yeah, you're, yeah, those you're, are fun. You're picking it up off the truck, yep. swinging it over the top of the residence. Yes. And plopping it yes. in position. It sounds in dangerous, but no, it's, <laughs> it's well, not. That's why I want to see the video. We're, we're professionals. Do you have yep. somebody in the shed kind of directing the, directing the no, landing? No, we can't allow that, but <laughs> we have guys on the ground. Um, yeah, we should put one of those videos on our website. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually, yeah, be a good thing to see. And then the final option would be the site build. Uh, so, you know, there are cases where we can't get in with a crane, can't get in with our delivery equipment, and we'll bring guys on site and, and build it for you. And when you say build it for you, it's not like you're pulling up with all loose two-by-fours. You do a lot of prefab, and yeah. then it's like yep. panel assembly. Yep, yep. Yeah, we, we manufacture as much as we can in-house, and uh, usually it's the, uh, all the you know trusses, all the walls, all the floor, and uh, carrying in, in components and then assemble it there. Yeah, and typically uh, just a couple hours of building, build yeah. time, depending on the size, of course, but yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was going to ask. How, how long is the crew out on a assembly yeah. project? A couple hours? Yeah. yeah, same day. Yeah, it depends on the size, but yeah, typically three to four hours, yeah. And talking through the other applications that y'all have seen sheds being used for, we've talked about the gym, the home office, the poolside bar, uh, animal space. Uh, what do you use yours for? Ah, and you yes. got four boys. I mean, I, <laughs> I kind of picture that as like the the rec room out back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we actually had we in our current location. We just moved pretty recently, so we don't have a shed yet. Um, but uh, yeah, we were using it for the store lawn equipment and and poolside equipment. Um, yeah, we had yeah we had. Four it's really boys. great for you know <laughs> bikes and um, skateboards and all the sporting equipment that tends to lay all over your garage and you can't park your car in there. So having a shed in your backyard to put that in is that that was super helpful. Yeah, the cornhole set was in there, and the uh, archery target. All my target and... tools. And, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's very easy for all these things to add up to being more than the cost of the shed. So you can look at it as, <laughs> as you know a protection to your investment in your yeah. and your yeah. tools and your bikes and your mm -hmm. exercise equipment to keep it out of the sun, yep. out of the dust, and 
you know, get the life expectancy out of those that you could. Because you leave something out in the sun out here. I mean, it's it, it's it's not a season or two, and you know, right. you're already starting to get diminished value. Right? I took somebody back to our shed mm-hmm. uh, in our backyard, and I and on the way back there, I said, "This is kind of like a." Sporting goods, secondhand store. It's, it's water ski, ski rope, ski yep. vest, camping equipment. And he walked and he said, no, Rosie, this isn't a secondhand camping store. This is an antique store. <laughs> Talking urban shed concepts. With the Oxleys, all the different applications for a shed in your uh, yard or your property, wherever the case may be, all the different applications for it. We had just come in who's call screening for us today and say somebody called in and said they couldn't get to the design element. But uh, sitting here you, from the Urban Shed partner page at RosieOnTheHouse.com, I just click on your website. And then once I'm there at Urban Shed Concepts, uh, there's a tab that says Our Process. I click on Design Order. That app opens a new application, and oh, you know, I get to start building right there. You start with your style, then your size. Then you go through your siding, color options, trim options, roof options, door options, window options, interior <laughs> options, exterior options, structural options, and then order options. When I get to order options, it's asking me four-foot ramp, six-foot ramp, eight-foot ramp. Is that... What's the ramp? Is that for, like, up to the front door if you don't want to step? Yeah, yeah. That's an approach up to the door. Yeah, Not required, but Correct. it's something that is an option if you've yep. got uh, – and, and not necessarily uh, wheelchair accessible, but if you're riding a mower in and out, yep. if you've got a wheelbarrow you're putting in and out, yep. that ramp would be a good add-on yep. for the – Makes it super easy, yeah. Now – Aside from all of this and the, and the features and you know the investment that you all have put into this extremely cool design tool online, and how, how did back up all the way to the beginning? How did how did you even you know what, what made you wake up one day and say, "Honey, we're going to start a shed company"? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's a bit of a – I'll just go with a faith story. Um, you know, we were uh, – I had – so, okay, I guess we got to go all the way back. So how in the world did I get started with sheds? I built sheds out of high school in southern Indiana uh, for a while, and I had been doing construction uh, for several years after that, and I actually got into engineering, um, practiced as a civil engineer for several years. And we had gotten to the place as a family, I think it was actually in the summer of 2015, and it's like, what's next for our family? We had four boys growing up, and, uh, you know, they were actually about ready to enter high school, I think, at that time. And we wanted something we could do together. And so we spent the summer in northern Idaho, uh, Rach's family's up there. And uh, just kind of hanging out and really what's next for us as a family. And we got to the uh, end of the summer and we had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Often as those things go. But we swung by uh, Rachel's uh, cousin actually on the way home. uh, It was he he lived over in Seattle and he was starting a shed company. And we started talking and I realized that, hey, just given my experience and 
We've got some homegrown manpower here. Let's, uh, let's try this out in Phoenix. And so that was the start of it. Yeah, we came down, and uh, I actually built the, the smallest unit I thought we'd do, which was not a, not a good guess. Well, it was, it was an okay guess. But, and then I thought the largest unit, and we, we honed in on our design. Uh, the large unit was a bad guess as well, but we had the basics down. And, um, yeah, we just started, started building and selling. Yep. So. And we talked about the design element, but do you all have prefabs on site as well? Somebody could come down to the lot during the week and, you know, select through 12 pre-built options. Like, you know what? This one's perfect for me. Load it up, take it, bring it home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a, we have a lot out front with, uh, we try to represent all the different styles and some sizes because it is nice to, you know, actually walk into the shed and see what it's going to be like. Sometimes you just need that visual and, and to actually feel it. So we always have those. We do have um, the best way to go about that would be to call in first and have somebody meet us there or meet you there. Um, they can send pictures of what we have readily available. But, um, but yeah, that's a lot of people do want to see the shed before they buy it. So. And when you're talking there, where is there? Um, so we have um, our where, where we build the sheds. It's downtown. Uh, 43rd uh, Ave. <laughs> just south of Van Buren. Yeah, 43rd so. Avenue, south of Van Buren. Yeah, pretty industrial it's, location. Yeah. I, think, I think another thing that's probably changed over the years, too, is, you know, uh, buying a shed, you know, well, you got to walk into our sheds if you really want to understand the quality. And, you know, you can immediately tell the difference uh, just by walking in. But that online buying process and the design and everything that's really changed over the last few years and people are getting more comfortable with that and the salesperson's trained to, to walk them through that if you don't want to come down so. if you need extra space at your property for whatever it is you're doing without having to move to a bigger one or a different location and you love the area you're in look at urban shed concepts and they do have y'all do have someone answering the phones today if you've got questions you can call right. in 602-455-1571